Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome back to Unpacking Brisbane, the show that asks... I don't have anything funny. I um, the show that asks has Joe lost it. Some are saying, <laughs> some are saying he has. Some are saying he's, he's just lost it. You know, whatever it was, the the je ne sais quoi, <laughs> it's gone. I'm, has Joe lost it this week? A doctor weighs in. <laughs> this week, a it's like our version point. of the imperfects, but as opposed to being like, how to stress less. It's like, has Joe lost it a bit? We've got a psychologist here. I love the idea that one of the number one podcasts in the country is Ryan Shelton coming out and being like, "Hey guys, I'm not perfect." Oh, Ryan, we know. <laughs> Oh, Ryan, don't worry. Ryan. When I watch real stories and I see Hamish, Andy, and Ryan Shelton, I'm not wondering which one is imperfect, okay, buddy? When every second week on Rove Live growing up, <laughs> it was alternated between a Hamish and Andy and a Ryan Shelton segment, <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice that you weren't yeah. perfect, buddy. Yeah. I, uh, I would go to the bathroom during, Ryan. Yeah. I will admit, though, I... We jest, but I actually genuinely was a big fan of investigationing Ryan Shelton's huh? comedy segment. Uh, Joe Dwyer. Henry. Friend, brother, and man who won't be seeing either Barbie or Oppenheimer because he'll be reading literature. Mm. It's or great to be- up on no hard feelings, which I have not seen. Well, let's, let's get right in before we get into Woodridge. Yeah. You have not done your homework. No, I didn't do. And also, we gave ourselves like two weeks to do our homework. We, and we I even, did, we I even did not took, do this homework. We, we took a even week took off. Last week off to give you yeah. extra time. I saw the film. Um, I heard that it's actually quite a sexist film. Um, oh. and I didn't want to expose myself to that sort of demeaning treatment of women. I know that might be something mm. you're more interested in. Um, but no, it's mm. not for me, mate. It's not for me. What I'm in, what I'm here for is <laughs> no, that's thought more experiments. Your okay. I'm here for it's a thought experiment, is what no hard feelings is, and I, I, I'll give you my thoughts, but I wanted to start with the thoughts of an unPakistani, if that's okay with you, Joe. Oh, please, please, because uh, for the show, Luke's keen thoughts, isn't it? He gave us these are the great thoughts on, uh, this is the, on no hard feelings. This is the gospel according to Luke. <laughs> he said, "I thought it was a good movie." It had heart and was funny. Highlight was the scene where the kid plays P- Maneater on piano. Beautiful. Oh, good. Yeah. I thought the movie was going to end with like a, we've had fun, but we're not meant to be together. So, like a coming of age story for both characters. And then he goes off to college and she goes off to find her dad or whatever. The fact that they ended up together rested a little uneasy with me. I mean, spoilers, I guess. Like, surely they are in different stages of life and want different things, but enjoyed it for what it is. Also, we... Th- Thought the male nanny character was going to have a bit more of a background. Like, maybe he was getting paid too to make him social. But his character ended up just adding nothing to the story, lol. I hope I've done enough here to secure my 1% score for tutorial attendance and preparation. Oh, and obviously the whole premise of the film where a 32-year-old seduces a 17-year-old for money is all just a bit how you're going. And you kind of just have to suppress those concerns Mm -hmm. in order to enjoy it. Luke has given... he's He's getting more than 1%. For his tutorial preparation. Oh, he, that's he, one of those. That's a one of those classes where tutorial preparation is bizarrely like thirty five percent of the total marks. Like it's quite yeah. a lot of effort, you know. Like it's a yeah. two page handwritten answer, and he's done very well there. He's he could be leading the tutor at this point. Oh, he's he's like a Nick Carr, which is a reference that is almost as inaccessible as the law school that it was uh, targeted <laughs> at. Good on you, Luke. I enjoyed the film as well. I thought it was fun. I thought it was good without being great. I, thought- I think thirty-two and seventeen in a in a romp. He's sex 19, comedy. I say. Oh, well, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, thirty-two and nineteen. Also, but- it's fucking it's Jennifer Lawrence, mate. I don't care if she's fifty. I'm still going to be eating fries with her after an awards show because she's so relatable. She's not like she's other very. No, she's friends with Amy Schumer. You see. 
she's very she's very Katniss Everdeen. Mm. I yeah, no, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was funny. There were some good set pieces. It made did me you, laugh out loud. Did you volunteer? I volunteer as tribute uh, to enjoying the film. I volunteered as tribute <laughs> to, <laughs> and it was not a Hunger game because I hate popcorn and Maltesers in the uh, did you Did you do the thing where people dump the Maltesers into the popcorn? Because I find yeah. that fucking rank. I think it's nah, so like, disgusting, yeah. Henry. Your fingers get so, so salty and melted chocolatey and mm. disgusting. Just eat a mouthful of popcorn, grab a Malteser. It's neat. No one gets hurt. Well, no one got hurt in my way. I, I find oh, it. Oh, I don't know. No one got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear here. I didn't hurt my. I didn't hurt the friends I was with. The idea that like they're lying. I'm, I'm eating the Maltesers and popcorn, and I'm like, all right, that was awesome. Let's go. Nineteen kids into the minibus, and then my hands being so slippery with chocolate <laughs> yeah. and salt, I slip off the wheel, and that minibus. Uh, Townsville uh, tragedy as <laughs> greasy fingered bus driver. <laughs> Malteser uh, runs into the strand. Man caked in Malteser and popcorn <laughs> crashes bus. I no, I uh, I quite like. It. I don't know if I like what that putting the popcorn in the, the Maltese and the popcorn yeah. together, or if I just like Whiplash so much, which I think is the first film where I saw <laughs> Miles Teller's character yeah, go to the movies right. and do that. And I'm like, do I just want to be that guy? Do I just want to yeah. be rushing or dragging? Oh, I'm I'm super susceptible to something looking cool in a film, and I just kind of want to be like. An example, I, mean, I think that's not- how lung cancer happened because of grease. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, because it looks so cool to smoke. Um, <laughs> like, like not that I need any encouragement to have a beer <laughs> on a weeknight, but there's a scene in A Few Good Men where Tom Cruise is like marinating on his life, and he just like goes to a bar late on a Tuesday, and it just looks so fucking cool. Oh, just, I mean, it's the reason- just makes it look incredible. It's the reason I drove a motorbike off one of the Himalayas today to try and parachute <laughs> down to a train. Yeah. It's because it, when Tom Cruise does, it looks cool. I will the say- reason I, I had an autistic no brother feelings. and we went to the casino. <laughs> yeah. It looks so cool. The reason I interviewed a vampire. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. I can, I only, no, I can only assume it's some sort of late, uh, late night host. Uh, interviews. I assume mm. it's a comedy. It's called the Tabite Show. <laughs> it's yeah. quite funny. That was all right. With the anyway, I I saw the reason I don't have heaps of thoughts on no hard feelings is because I've seen a few movies since because yes. it's been a while. So yeah, I, be, I right. could easily share my thoughts on Transformers: Rise of the Beasts or um, that's, Mission that's Impossible: cool. Dead Reckoning no, that's Part right. One. No, that's Go all right. <laughs> that's fine by me, mate. <laughs> no, that's oh okay. well, that's no hard feelings. Good on you, to everyone who saw it. I thought it was pretty funny. And if yep. you thought that subplot was going to go anywhere else, then gotcha. Mm, Should we talk about some big news in the world of unpacking Brisbane? Yeah. Um, I've got a pretty big personal announcement. Yeah, okay. I have been... <laughs> no. um, Les Kiss. <laughs> uh, mm. Leslie Kiss, uh, the subject of... A pretty good, uh, the subject of a top 10 mangrove song, I'm going to say. No, I'm not going to say top five, but I'd put it in between five and 10. Um, It's definitely, and it's definitely, I'd say it's in my top five personally. Oh, that's not, it's probably in my, it's probably in my top six, which speaks to exactly where it's like when someone's like, oh, he wouldn't be in my top three, but I think he's in my top four. It's like, okay, so he's fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly where it's placed. Uh, It's a Mormon ranking his wives. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I'd like, I'd, like I'd like to watch it. I'd like to taste that. Um, Les Kiss, ex Maroons mm. player, has been. Uh, has he actually been appointed as coach of the Reds, or is it just the strong rumor? I think it's the strong yeah. rumor, and he will I, be appointed. I have mail that it's. Oh, you got mail. It's a bit of a lock, and I also have mail, and this is from in and around QRU circles, Queensland Rugby. Uh, yep, 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 yep. That. The powers that be within Queensland Rugby Union who are considering the application of Les Kiss to be the new coach of the Reds. Yes. The the talk is there across the song. The song has been played multiple times within right. Rugby Union headquarters. And right. we've we've received no official correspondence, I guess because Les hasn't been officially announced, but 
as is becoming a pattern, opportunities for this band do <laughs> yeah. seem to be springing up really exclusively after our retirement. Yeah, which we is- tried really hard uh, and, and didn't didn't go all that far. And then the band ends and they're like, oh, bang, play Suncorp. Bang, Les kisses the bloody coach. You've written a it's whole weird, song it, about that- it. So, Les is... This looks great for us because you pointed this out, yeah. Joe, when we were chatting. Because obviously, a fair few people, the moment it started going around, yeah, started sending us the articles. Les Kiss, you know, shout out to everyone who got in touch about it. Les Kiss was a league player. He played Maroons. Yeah, yeah. It's very he's interesting coaching, that he's transitioned. He's coaching London Irish. Um, which well, is that's a, where he was when he sent us yeah. a video to the Mangroves giving us all the best. So, he's heard the song. We've had correspondence with him. And it looks like he's coming home to Queensland to coach the Reds, if this is to be believed. And you've got to imagine in the marketing campaign. Like, we oh, we don't seriously. look opportunistic in the slightest. We don't look like oh, some ground snake meme laws. No, absolutely. It's two years old. And at the time, no one knew who he was. Yeah. And, and now he's going to play a pretty big role. Now he's, he's famous as. Yeah. I think it's it's pretty unreal, Henry. It's, it's it is. our ability to guess. It's honestly not unlike how... I was telling this to some mates on Saturday night, and they didn't they didn't believe me. But you and I, at the start of the 2017 Ashes, were like, Pat Cummins is going to be our guy. He's going to be the never, guy we're obsessed with. And we're like, never going to be able to prove it. I wish we, like, we I didn't wish articulate it really to knew, other people, we but we knew. just knew that he's going to be the guy, you know, test captain of Australia, like clearly the key player. We, we just knew. We've got this great <laughs> knack of uh, getting into things early. Like Les We're Les. like the Simpsons. We predict yeah. the future. And more, I mean, there's more an element people of that. on the internet should point that out. Yeah, there's an element of that that if you do 50 minutes of talking to each other every week about a suburb, you're going to predict most things. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking there's, time to fill. Much there's, like the Simpsons. There's coming, up on, coming up on four years we've been doing this, by the way. Oh, nice. Wow. Wow, Which that's anyway. ages. It's longer oh. than four years now, I think. Well, when did we? Yeah, it would be. Uh, I, left, I left. The to first go to Europe. Episode. I left to go to Europe on the twenty third of July on twenty nineteen, and we dropped the first episode like while I was on the plane, like that day. So we're coming up on four years. Coming up on four years. We should, man, four years. Do we should do something? We should do some sort of. Can we do a best of? Yeah, <laughs> but it's just a new episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> best of. Uh, this week we're doing a switch. You know, it's pretty simple. Doing a best of would require us to ever listen back to oh, these. Yeah, once I was going to say like, we're not once- we're not doing a fucking best of. I'm at the point now where I'm googling unpacking Brisbane and the suburbs yeah, 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 to try yeah, and remember, like to see if it comes up in Spotify to see if we've actually done the episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> oh. the level of effort going in. It's the uh, yeah, no, the, uh, the ones uh, I remember are like burgers and barley and best pubs and stuff. I, I don't remember whether or not we've done. Wavel Heights, for example. Oh yeah, that, that I remember the Google. live ones. That was a Google. I remember the live ones and, and the big ones. But anyway, uh, but before we dive into this week's episode yeah. as well, so put it yeah, Les Kiss. We'll put it a pin in it for now. But we're aware yeah. of it. We're we're monitoring it. We'll no, see where it goes it, yeah. from here. We are aware that we wrote a song about a forgotten player who is now looking like he'll be at the centre of Queensland Rugby Union, uh, and maybe the Reds can get fifteen people to come to their games after that. Very exciting. <laughs> so. Maybe that's why they've named him because they know we have bigger crowds at our shows than at the Reds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mucking around. Uh, before we get into this, uh, mate, just we are doing Woodbridge today, and I wanted to give a shout out to Lucy, Lucy Miller, who sent yep. me an email, uh, sent us an email, which uh, I checked for the first time in a while. Mm. And she said, hey, Joe and Henry, a friend and myself were discussing the show and we're wondering if you were going to do an episode on Woodridge. Thanks for making me laugh and new and learn new historical facts of our beloved Brown. I love, big brown I love how that's Thanks, not Lucy. even phrased as um, a request. Like, it's even politer. It's just, I'm just wondering if you guys will do it. We, you know, the answer could be no. Yeah. No, Lucy, we're not. Thanks for asking. No. Um, but we are. No. And Lucy, I replied to Lucy this afternoon saying, oh, we're going to do it tonight. Let yeah. us know if you have any thoughts. Now, not unlike us, she clearly hasn't checked her Gmail. Yeah, so I feel yeah, I feel rough. a little bit bad. So I want I want to offer an apology to Lucy in that she's sort of requested this episode, but wasn't given a whole lot of time to. And now I'm just looking at the email at all the companies and startups that have messaged us asking to be sponsorship partners, and we haven't mm. replied. Because uh, we, it's not about the money; it's about it's sending a message. Mm. 
That's we're like the Joker. That's the hard. We thing. are. We're a lot like the Joker. Um, should we dive into Woodridge? Mark Zuckerberg doesn't care about money in the social network film either. I'm sure in real life he absolutely does. Mm. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Wikipedia with Woodridge. Just a little bit alpha for me to say let's do it after you said let's do it. Just as if I'm the one who decides that, well, let's actually do it now because I've said it. I was about to say, and this is maybe a reflection on the fact that I'm still a little bit sick. I was about to say, let's do it. Who are you, Nike? Before realising that's not their slogan. It's It's just just do it. it, Yeah. I don't think Nike would be half the company it is today if it was, (laughs) let's do it. Let's do it. That sounds like like some lame aunt who's, you know, wants to go for a walk at Christmas time. Let's do it. You know, just do it is great. (laughs) Let's do it. Nike, get it done. Past tense. Oh, Nike. Nike. Just, just, just have fun. Nike. Just fuck. No, just no. Fuck. No, just who let- fuck with the sh- just fuck with the shoes on. Who let-, <laughs> who let the QT marketing grad in the room? No, no. Who's sorry, QT? What's the um <laughs> and and I know you had fifteen hundred people in your tutorial, so it was a little hard to hear, but <laughs> did you just suggest let's fuck with Nike? Fuck with the shoes on. <laughs> It's our new, it's our new approach. Nike. It feels better. The subtle one would be Nike. It feels better with the shoes on. Like what feels better? What do you mean? So am I like? Am I leaving all my exercise gear on and it's like a really dirty, passionate sex? Yeah. Like, no, no, you're naked. <laughs> Bar the shoes. Just keep them on. The shoes. Yeah, and oh, oh, but like, so I'll be standing on the ground and no, no, you'll be going no. on the bed, full missionary, just shoes on. You'll need to wash your duvet cover when you're done. Nike, fuck with the shoes on. <laughs> fuck with the shoes on. You'll be oh, sweating great. more than one of our shops. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't draw attention to that. Yeah. Um, and Michael what's... Jordan Michael Jordan has to come out and be like, Nike, fuck with the shoes on. <laughs> After my flu game, I didn't want to fuck, but then I put the shoes on. <laughs> Uh, this podcast is our flu game because I'm sick. Um, yeah, <laughs> legit. Um, Fuck with the shoes. So, uh, over the weekend, I, I think someone, I can't remember who, someone paid me out for the population segment um, on this show. Uh, but nevertheless, Henry, what's the population of Woodridge? It's actually surprising. What was what was their, what was the meat on the oh, bone just of the, their inside? Oh, oh, just not much to the critique, just that it's, uh, it's a fairly boring segment. Oh, fuck It takes you, 10 fucking seconds. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I actually fuck, don't remember. Fuck with the shoes fuck on. Yourself, what I say to that <laughs> fuck with your fucking shoes on. Bet he doesn't fuck with his shoes on. <laughs> oh, I bet he doesn't fuck at all. Um, no. What's the population of Woodridge? Is it 9,000? Mate, it's 12 and a half. That is 12,579. Yeah, yeah a lot of, lot of people in Woodridge. Probably not born out in the amount of people who write in. Maybe, maybe slightly reflective of a... Um, demographics with our show, but uh, nevertheless, uh, Buren is a neighbourhood within the suburb. It was the site of the historic town of Buren. What's your observation here? Because I have one. I mean, just for, it's a neighbourhood within the suburb. Yeah, yeah. It's like Rosalie. And, uh, sure, okay. Um, Oh, listen, I don't know. I don't know if I have a searing hot take about Buren, but I wonder, like, I mean, once again, we have this conversation a lot, but is that a better name for the suburb than Woodridge? I mean, if Woodridge was worried about their branding, which they might be, they might consider changing it. Uh, my observation was going to be, Henry, that it's um, it's just, it's not far from Bogan, Buren. Um, no. It kind of sounds like a similarish slur, like if you were like, oh, he's, he's a bloody Buren. Oh, um, it's got Bogan energy to it, so I just... I wonder whether they'd reevaluate that. I wonder whether they'd consider it. It's it's not a bad idea, and I mean, I mean, we've we've sort of anticipated the point here, but a lot of the messages we were getting in the lead up to this suburb were sort of centered around. Can't wait to hear what you guys have yeah. to say about this one. Or yeah, I think Ollie said the this will end well. Yeah, yeah. Ollie thought it'd be a bit of a disaster. He says this is a recipe for disaster. You've gone very mild with claiming he said, this'll end well. It's much, much lighter. What a weird saying. Who's writing a re- who's gone through a disaster and been like, I'll write out the I'll write out the recipe right in it. case anyone wants to to yeah. replicate this. Hitler was a disaster. trying to invade Russia in the winter is like, okay, 
I know we got it wrong, just to make sure we don't do it again. Someone get out a recipe. This is exactly what happened. A recipe of a disaster. disaster. Uh, The... but anyway, yeah, oh, so we we're we're, we're not going to be dicky about it, okay? We might no. we will. Oh, it has a reputation as being rough. It's got it a reputation. It's got a rough rough. rough rough suburb, and we have a clever way later on in this episode of uh, making that obvious uh, with the evidence. Yeah. But I also think it's got great parts to it, like um, uh, like the Woodridge Provisional School, um, which opened on the twentieth of May, nineteen twenty four, with twenty one students. And Miss Dorothy Tuke as the first teacher. Um, now, forever immortalised, Dorothy. Well done. Imagine being the first teacher at a school. I don't think yeah. we've ever, in all the suburbs, for the people who want to make snide comments about Woodridge, mm. it's the first Wikipedia page that has offered up that level of detail, not just the school and when it opened, but the first teacher. No, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty special. I mean, it'd be kind of, if you were the first teacher, you couldn't really send a kid to the principal's office. Do you just nah. send them outside? Like you go, oh, you're pissing me off. You're farting in front of the teacher. Get out. Yeah, what's on your, what's on your, your read? Is your read that she, because there were only 21 students, she was the first and only teacher? Oh, That's yeah. my read. Well, I, think, I think one class, 21. Like it's like small country towns where it's like one or two classes that are like year three to year seven. And you assume mm. that. The year threes are playing above their station. The year sevens are playing below theirs. The year fives are probably like, well, this is great. This is exactly the education I wanted. It would be bizarre of them to note that, like, she, it, they, it's like, oh, there were 15 teachers. She was just the first one who got a yeah, contract she, back. She like she yeah. just opened the DocuSign link <laughs> Yeah, she e-signed it. It's like, oh, D, they, they did alphabetical by first name, which, by the way, is a really unprofessional Um I find that a bit of a red flag if something's alphabetical by first name. Very um, weird. But maybe Very Dorothy weird. Tuke could have been, for, you know, the D is the lead-off hitter. I don't know. Tukey. Um, uh, speaking of weird names, we've got a ripper. Oh, we do. The name Woodridge is derived from an informal name given to a property owned by Octavius Stubbs. Hey. Stubbsy. Sounding like a character in, like, I want to say, like a John Green novel. Like an indie kids book mm. where it's like, oh, you know, he smokes rollies. <gasps> he, he's depressed. He talks about, he coughs like you. He talks about life. His name is Octavius Stubbs. Octavius Stubbs. Read it and weep. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, what would you even go by as the abbreviation for Octavius? If I was to drop Octavius. an Octavius on a kid now, like Otto? Otto? Uh, uh Tavius? Oct. Oct is a really awkward three letters to have Oct. together. Oct. It doesn't, it doesn't roll out well at all. Octavius. I like Stubbsy, though. I think that's what he goes by. I think Octavius Stubbs is Stubbsy. Stubby Cool. That or, yeah, that or I feel like. He'd just be, he'd be one of those kids who was like, oh, yeah, our friend Bill. And then you don't learn until he's like 21 that he's 21st, that his real name is Octavius. And everyone's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's heck? not even related. Like he just, ch- oh, my name is Charlie. Like he just, you know, my name is Bob. Oh, why did you just choose that? Oh, he had a, oh, he had a toy when he was a kid that he loved called Charlie. So he just grew up and that became his name. Oh, that's a, yeah. that's a sane thing to do. That's a, yeah, that's, why didn't you just, you know, not call your child Octavius? Um, when the Queensland Railways Department opened a platform to the public in early 1917 in the area, they selected Woodridge for the station name based on Octavius Stubbs' property. And later that year, the name was recognised by the post office. So, well done, Octavius. He named his house Woodridge and uh, came out with a suburb. Pretty cool. Pretty cool that, yeah, just Octavius Stubbs obviously had such a big property that it was had a name that was colloquial and they went, oh, I just named the, named the suburb that. Mm. Um, Happened with Carindale as well. Karen. No, yeah, I was going to. The Westfield was there first. It was like, people don't know this. It was Westfield, Carindale. Oh, right, right. And, and then, then they yeah, named yeah. the suburb, yeah. I thought you were saying there was like a woman named Karen Dale. Um, Karen and Dale's farm. Yeah. Oh, that's, that'd be quite cute, actually. Oh, it's Karen and Dale. I'm picturing that. That's that's very cute. Oh, that's very cute, actually. Maybe it could be like the lighthouse at Byron Bay. He had, they, had a, they had an interesting relationship, Karen and Dale. Um, I don't know. I think they slipped in separate beds. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, they were actually they all, asexual. 
Yeah, it's and they and they they look they loved each other, but they loved the farm and <laughs> everything. I think I think that was the go. Um, last they were horny thing for, for me, the land. Mm. Yeah, um, they fuck with the shoes. On. Last thing for me is uh, in 2021, it was announced that homes in Woodridge would be demolished for the Gold Coast Logan faster rail project. Uh, so they're building up the rail corridor in preparation for the 2032 Olympic Games. Maybe some gentrification on the way for Woodridge, which someone uh, Grace wrote in saying future hotbed of regentrification. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can maybe, see it coming. Yeah, maybe. I mean, honestly, I think every single suburb in Brisbane will eventually gentrify because it just gets more and more expensive. You get pushed further and further out. E.g., you know, now Wilston's a big sharehouse suburb. You know, three or four years ago, it's Paddington, it's Red Hill, it's New Farm. Mm. What's happened? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely wasn't happening. I mean, it's interesting that, like, I feel like every story, and it's only the slow creep of it in now, the slow rush, as mm. Tame Impala would say. You know, um, where you know Tame Impala. One guy. No, nah, it's like a band, bro. No, Henry. Henry. What? One guy. What does he do? Like play all the instruments? Henry, he plays them all at the same time. <laughs> Hang he on. He plays a drums with his toes. Bass with his elbows. <laughs> one what? at one guy playing everything what? at one time. What the but they but they go on tour. What does he have? Like some other band that tour with him? <laughs> Mate, you would not believe it. Pond. Oh, I love Pond. That other band that That's the Impala. other band that aren't Tame Impala, but when they're uh, playing their Tame Impala. And this, and this one guy's name <laughs> David Parker. I've done my research. I've I've peered behind the curtain at the one guy that Tame Impala is. Well, I sure hope he wrote a song for Minions, The Rise of Gru. Did he? No, yeah, he did. Yeah, their song for Dungeons and Dragons is really good. It's Wings of Time. Oh, like a cover of Wings of Time. Well, I know no, I'm wings, 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 wings. Oh, Wings of Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a dragon, Henry. Because it's I didn't a, see, a fantasy. Didn't see Dungeons uh, it's Dragons. great, actually. Dungeons and Dragons is yeah, great. Yeah, I want to. Um, righto. Well, I should wish. we take a look at contemporary Logan? Uh, Woodridge, rather. Uh, yeah, I don't think I finished my point about how I felt that the 2032 Olympic Games were going to be oh, the nucleus of all stories in Queensland. Uh, and it's interesting to see that one of the first exemplars of that is the Woodridge Facebook uh, Wikipedia yes, page. Yeah, you're quite right, Hen. But anyway, um, not an overly interesting point. So let's get into the good stuff. Let's digress. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Okay. Contemporary Woodridge. Uh, we'll come out and we'll say it. Yeah, it's got a super rough reputation. So in what is some incredible groupthink between Henry and I, we both separately came to the same conclusion about how we should look at whether or not it's rough today, which is Henry going on. And maybe I like this as a new segment for the show. Going on Google News typing in the name of the suburb and getting the recent news about the suburb because it's quite a the news you get about Woodridge is of a certain character should we say as if one segment based around lazy internet research wasn't enough <laughs> on this show we we go double or nothing we're going even bigger we're leaning the hell in uh, yeah man so so yeah news for Woodridge we're seeing <laughs> serious assault of a police officer we're seeing uh, missing children. We're seeing fires destroying homes. And this, by the way, is simply the news reported dispassionately here at Unpacking Brisbane. Well, I think the one that most stuck out yeah. near yeah. the near the top of the search results was... I think so, it's yeah. about the sixth or seventh piece of news about Woodridge. Yeah, Googled, Googled Woodridge news. Creepy eyes, <laughs> colon. Logan's train masturbator strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, I like now, it. You and I were both immediately drawn to this. Now, um, first joke, um, I'm glad Fred again went with a different name because Logan's train masturbator strikes again um, doesn't work quite as well. He He's back. He knew he wanted again like, at the end. Um, yeah, the, the, the first thing to note mm. is that this is a sequel. Obviously, yep. we we're getting on late because this is this is like watching the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be clear, this, this train masturbator has struck again. There's a somehow we didn't stop him the first time. 
th- there's a prerequisite to the reading. Now we we did laugh, and if, to be clear, nothing overly, you know, traumatized. Of course, you'd be traumatized if you saw. Oh yeah, we laughed but, the right know, amount. You know, uh, it's obviously like it's it's, but it is, uh, hor- it's horrific, it, it, but it's quite funny. It is, it's it's, it's gross, kind of but funny it's funny. Though. And well, it's just the it's more the, the, the bloody news mail article yeah, that the, they've yes. that they've pinpointed the creepy eyes. Now, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. It's <laughs> firstly, I would be surprised if a trained masturbator had anything but creepy eyes. Mm, yeah, but yeah. it's also the way the article is written and it goes on behind the paywall is that it's like. Now the creepy eyes are almost held in the same level yeah. of like <laughs> it's it's as like if that was part his of worst the wrong crime was the creepiness of his eyes rather than masturbating on the train. It's like as if uh, you know, as if masturbating on the train wasn't creepy enough. Did you look at his eyes? Oh my gosh! I see so many masturbators on the train with these gentle eyes, and it doesn't bother <laughs> me. But this one. I'm I can handle the, the masturbating. It's those creepy eyes. I'm getting the sense this train masturbator isn't the kind soul that most of them are. There's a, he's an old I mean, soul, this one. And not to not to too quickly jump to empathising with a train masturbator, Joe. No, no, no. A situation we've all found ourselves in. No, but absolutely. I mean, we've all had a bad is, day at work. Is, is there a way to masturbate? Yeah. On a train or otherwise. <laughs> or otherwise. It isn't creepy. <laughs> it's an inherently creepy thing to do. It's a really look, have you ever have you ever been and let's get gross with it. Don't do it in public. I think I think public is always creepy. That's that's yeah. and, but oh, I think the next absolutely. level like the next level, Dan, is think about when and we're all adults here. <laughs> think think about masturbation. Oh, I'm have you ever caught? Have you ever caught yourself in a reflection or a surface? Oh, no. You look fucking creepy. Have <laughs> you ever nipped away to the bathroom on a holiday, and it's one of those toilets at a beach house where the toilet is facing directly into the mirror, and you're sort of leaning on the toilet. You catch a glimpse of your fucking creepy eyes. Your body hunched over. It is. You got your phone weirdly close to your face. Like it is so <laughs> creepy. Put it this way, most of the time, not all of the time, but most of the time, you are watching a video of two <laughs> people you don't know having sex for money and you're watching it on your mobile phone or smart device tablet. While doing something, while, to be clear, while that you don't tell anyone hand. about, that you nip away, oh, I'm, I'm taking a shit, you know, like you... You're so secretive about it. Now, look me in my creepy eye and tell me <laughs> that there's anyone on this earth, like, you could be bloody Fred Hollows, one of the <laughs> kindest guys, and he knows oh, a thing I'm, about eyes. And he, oh, he knows plenty about He's he fixing, one of, the, two about he's fixing one of the kids' macular degeneration. He's like, nah, pretty creepy eyes on this one. He's like, oh, oh your eyes are a bit creepy. I might just leave him. Yeah, we'll let this Do one you reckon he... You know the saying, Blind Freddy? Like, yeah. Blind Freddy could see. Yeah. Do you reckon that's why Fred Hollows got into eye care? Because he was like, <laughs> well, fuck this. I'm well, going to make I'm a sick point. of this reputation. Not only am I not blind, I'm going to make sure that nobody else is. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Fred yeah, Hollows, though, could... Yeah. Uh, uh, think of the purest individual you can. Arndo. Dope. And happiest, I don't know happiest refugee, mate. They have the passed some time refugee. on those boats. They are, tell you what, wow. I reckon even someone as pure as Arndo with his... His yeah. painting and his happiness yeah. Yeah, his would look yeah. creepy in his eyes when masturbating. Oh, absolutely. Find me anyone who isn't if a creep you, when they're masturbating. If you walk in, um, a mate of mine who will go nameless um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago uh, lives in a big boy's share house, which clarifies to you who I'm talking about. Nah, definitely <laughs> big share <laughs> house full of boys. Um, oh, you, and- could be talk- you could be talking about Vincent <laughs> Chase. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about. Sorry, I fell, asleep, I fell asleep watching Entourage. Um, big share house full of boys, uh, and a couple of the boys play cricket. They and their cricket team come back to the house Saturday night. Um, some other blokes are over. Bit of a party going on downstairs in this house. You know, there's probably 20, 30 odd blokes there drinking beers, talking loud, music, having a party. Um, my mate, who will remain nameless, uh, has a bedroom upstairs at this house, <laughs> and apparently at about six thirty, just gets fully naked, 
and starts having a tug, despite being able to hear this party going on downstairs. One of the housemates needs to get something from his room, so he just walks in without knocking and sees this guy fully oh. naked on his bed going at it. And he just goes, mate, can you fuck off? Can you get out of here? Anyway, I think that's oh creepy. If there's a ton of people over at your house and you just decided to have a fully naked tug, I think that's really creepy. Yeah, well, that's the danger of it, isn't it? Like, there's sometimes that's the appeal. <laughs> it's a- I'd love to go to a party. I'm now I'm thinking about that. It's been so like it's part of not knowing a heap of like, I obviously know enough people up here, but yeah. impromptu house parties aren't really Yeah, yeah, where a bunch of people just end up somewhere. Yeah, it's not yeah, um, well it's hard with a unit as well. Anyway, now we're yeah, just reflecting true. on my my diminished um, social life up Yes. Here. Uh but uh you know what the other striking thing about the news for Woodridge Henry? Mm. So, uh so many dog attacks. So, so many, many dogs dog being, maulings. Uh, dogs, yeah, and maulings. I mean, like, I, Ma- I saw the word the maul yeah. more times in my life on the news section for Woodridge than I've ever seen in my life. Now, yeah, yeah. this isn't to say, this isn't to cast aspersions on the dog owners of no, or, no. or the dogs of Woodridge. Or well, the dogs themselves, yeah. You know. I mean, listen, if it's, as we said, there, it is a suburb where, based on these results, there is a, you know, by no, by no fault of anyone's, but the uh, system. Of uh, consecutive governments that have not invested enough yes, in yeah, eliminating poverty and social housing, et cetera, et cetera. There is more crime in certain areas like Woodridge. Yeah. And with crime comes the need for scary dogs to get rid of yeah. the burglars. I, no, I, I hadn't thought about that. You're what do you think of that? I think there's probably, a, yeah, there's a link there between the rougher Wood- the suburb, the rougher the dogs. That's yeah. just, that's I mean, that's why you go to Tenerife and there are these, you know, dainty little chihuahuas going through because you're not that worried about getting robbed. Yeah, they're what not going to steal the bite, bull from your shed. Bite the ankle of a of someone trying to take your crypto. Yeah, if you want to get robbed at Tenerife, you go to Green Beacon. Fuck, expensive. Oh, man, they don't even <laughs> delicious. They don't even yeah. have the respect of having a guard dog to maul you. At least Woodridge have the respect. The dogs yeah. there have the respect. If you're going to gonna rob me blind, at least fucking maul me as well, here. okay? Yeah, as opposed yeah. to one of the. You're going to charge me twelve dollars for a pint of XPA. At least have the respect to maul me like a dog in Woodridge would. Henry, that's a very terrible would- comment because twelve bucks for a pint of XBA is fine. Not up here, it ain't. I reckon that's I reckon that's so fine. Yeah, how much beer? Not in the north, it ain't. A pint's running you about fifteen bucks fifty these days. Far it's like actually out. out of it's actually out of hand. It actually, it's actually going to be a economic culture shock when I come back. Yeah, legit. And I mean, and then um, you'll have an even bigger shock. Yeah. When I when I debut my new haircut. <laughs> Gonna be, it's not going to be an economic shock at all, but it's a taxi driver see. style <laughs> mobile. It's going to be like the famous tilt look, of Martin Scorsese's so camera. Um, but you got um, a great comment about a picnic. Oh, by the way, like um, in terms of people, what they wrote in about contemporary Woodridge, uh, my favourite was someone wrote in saying it's Logan's version of Moray Field, which I found distinctly unhelpful. Um, not knowing really a lot about Moray Field either. Moray Field's near, near Caboolture, right? Like, let's say Woodridge is the Moray Field of the south side. I think it's, yeah, I think that's yeah. that's Northway. Uh, uh, and legend, uh, Grace also said legend has it, a Woodridge local was arrested for molesting the same horse twice. <laughs> you know. Okay. At least there was so, only one horse that was traumatised. Yeah, that's true. So, like, the train masturbator, there's a lot of... A lot of stuff is happening more than once in Woodridge, let's say. People get a taste for so, it. Someone pointed out as well that this is a suburb of Logan and this is unpacking Brisbane. We haven't really addressed that. Yeah, I mean, we've also whatever. done, um, like, straight. Barley. So yeah, like, we've done barley. Yeah, good fun. Shout Me also pointed out that uh, Cameron Dick is the local member. Now, as yeah. someone who... Cameron Dick is still the treasurer yeah, of so. Queensland. He's not the deputy leader, oh, no, though. No, he's no, the, I think he no, is. No, the deputy leader is Stephen Miles. Oh, that's right. Because it's yeah. the factions thing. Cameron yeah. Dick is from Labor right. Yes. With Anastasia. Yes. He's in the same faction as Palaszczuk. Yes. Um, only one more thing about contemporary Woodridge uh, from me, which is something that... And then we got this great 4th of July thing. Um, that sounds like we're going to a party. No. Uh, it's a comment we read. No. Um, actually, something I wanted to pick up on, on the Wikipedia was just out of interest. So, obviously, the most common um, country of birth for people living in Woodridge is Australia. Do you guess what the next most common is? With about 10% of the population of Woodridge are from this country. And you can maybe guess by the way I'm wading into this brazenly that it's like not going to be racist. 
New Zealand. Yeah. Kiwis oh, Deluxe nice. in Woodridge Brew. There you go. Yeah, get uh, this dog mauled my, my kids. Oh, no. I got a mold. I'm that guy's got crappy eyes. <laughs> crappy oh, eyes. This guy's got crappy eyes. Oh, this guy that. was... Oh, I reckon New Zealand would have some weird slang for masturbating. They go, oh, he yeah. was, oh, he was, he was choking his kiwi on the train. I think he was, sh- I think he was shearing the sheep. <laughs> he was, he was shawning his sheep. He, uh, oh, was oh my god, he was having some hokey pokey ice cream, <laughs> having a hokey. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was, he was rubbing his jandals together. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he was, he was melting the ice in the trolley, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. You melted you melt on the ice there, bro. <laughs> melt on the ice, are we, bro? Hey, bro. Very sexual episode today. Yeah, uh, it is. I think it's the only other funny. Do. I think when we're a bit tired, we we're a bit tired and descend. Sick, uh, I think we sort of descend <laughs> to sexual gear quite rapidly. The norms, the norms of civility have slipped away, like the Joker's Gotham. Mm. Uh, so the I just when I looked news for the Fourth of July, I came across uh, for Woodridge rather. I found this yeah. article, and I'll read a little bit of it to you. Woodridge 4th of July picnic was a huge success. Now, this was published two days ago. I was like, wow. Many thanks to all the volunteers that helped make the special events committee picnic a wonderful community event. Now, I was like, wow, that's incredible that not only is there a sizable enough American population to have a 4th of July event, but that it yeah. happened in Woodridge. That, that's beautiful. Uh, I kept reading. It took me a little while. It was when I read the sentence with temperatures over 90 ah, degrees. Ah, yes. I was like, 90 degrees Celsius in Woodridge? What's going on there? Yes. I realised that, mistake. in fact, yeah. there is somewhere in America called Woodridge. I believe it is in Illinois. There's yeah. a place in Il- Illinois called Woodridge. So, so that's really way less bigger news that somewhere in America had a good 4th of July picnic. They had a 4th that's of July biz- picnic. That's bizarre. That's like being uh, two up at Anzac Day pu- like pub is successful. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've, only, sorry, I've only just realised that the article was written by the mayor. <laughs> whose name is Henry Ristick. Aww. There you go. I share I a first I name with the mayor of Woodridge in I Illinois. I bet this Henry wants a Ristick. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I'm melting the trolley, but oh, he's melting the trolley. Oh, <laughs> he's melting the oh my trolley god, he was bloody. <laughs> he was playing. He's playing a bit of crowded house, bro. <laughs> he was. He was he flying was fiddling, his Concord. He was fiddling with his split ends. Oh no, bro. Was, oh no. <laughs> he was trying to get the ring into mount in his mount doom, bro. <laughs> oh, he was, was going playing back with, to the shot. He, he was playing with his Mel Bracewell. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, bro. Oh, he was having a go at his Russell Crowe. <laughs> Oh, he was good. palming his Sam Neil. <laughs> Palm, palming. <laughs> Mate, he was palming it. Oh, Jacinda Palmed Ern. <laughs> Palmerston North. That's actually it's a <laughs> town. Um, yeah, oh. uh, interesting about the 4th of July. Uh, should we ask, um, if in what is already a profoundly sexual episode, should we ask the, the most erotic question of all? Oh, let's go deeper. Does Woodridge fuck? I'll say we've learnt very little about Woodridge. Um I'm going to say no. Um, we know that it wanks. Yeah, it, uh, oh, I know that it melts the ice on the chilli bin, but uh, I think the presence of dogs, and I'm not saying all the dogs are mauling people, I think there's probably too many dogs probably barking all the time, distracting you from getting much of a fuck going in Woodridge. I, I bet the dogs fuck, though. Oh, I bet the dogs fuck like rabbits. I bet a lot a, of them are It's a weird sexed. analogy when it's just two animals. Uh, oh, I don't think they're well, I don't. I don't mind... I reckon the dog. Well, they can't be because they've got to be aggressive to to maul. They've got to be all hyped up for the mauling, mm. which is sad. Well, no, I don't know if it fucks, but it wanks, yeah, and the dogs. Yeah. It doesn't. It, the, the dogs fuck, and the, the dogs fuck. and the and the people on the trains. Uh, but wank. it's a fine. But it's a fine. Yes, yes. Sorry, we know there are creepy eyed train masturbators, but as a podcast, we stand against that. We want to make that really and the and, and the masturbating on the train is so rare that it warrants a news article. So let's not pretend like yeah, Woodridge is this point. haven of depraved yeah, if, people if masturbating, masturbating like, on the train all the time. You know, although to be fair, there's probably a lot of Fourth of July picnics, and there was still a news article about it. So maybe the mayor. Why? Why did that journalist not call that article Thomas the Wank Engine? <laughs> it's written <laughs> missed by opportunity. The, it's written by the train masturbator himself. He's like, look, hands up. I had some pretty creepy eyes the other day on the train. And funnily enough, he's also the mayor of Woodridge in Illinois. 
This guy's right. This guy's busting out two articles in a week. <laughs> this guy gets it done. Uh, yeah, bloody, no, give the guy a break. Definitely not. Um, doesn't fuck. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Well, that big flashing red light we have that says it's time for the episode to be done uh, is 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 buzzing, and it's incredible every episode, Henry, how we hit exactly the time we want it to be without fail. Amazing. You know, we uh, a podcast is never late; it always arrives precisely, precisely when it means to. Exactly right, and for those who were expecting a a more educated dissection of, I was going to say the class struggle in gentrified Australia. Top 10, some of the least we've ever talked about the actual suburb. I wonder why that would be. <laughs> would Woodridge would be. I wonder if that's because we are coming from a position of privilege. Woodridge? That, I wouldn't. Ridge. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, something there. Ridge being the name of one of the main characters in Bold and the Beautiful. And Really? If the question is, would Ridge marry Brooke or Taylor again and then swap it a few times, then the answer is yes, because Ridge used to do that all the time. For my Bold and the Beautiful stands out there, that would have been an amazing little moment. And that is a wonderful deep cut. Bold and the Beautiful. I haven't thought about that since mum was watching it. And you're too young to advocate for a change of the channel. So you're just watching a lot of uh, Spin Mm. City with Michael J. Fox. (laughs) We used to call Bold and the Beautiful, we used to call Mummy's Show when we were little. I'm sure I said the same. That was like, you don't don't oh, talk a- to mum when she's watching oh, Bob yeah, the Beautiful. Yeah. That's, well, because yeah. also, because it was always on during the day. Like, it's so something you, you're only exposed to when you're a very young kid. 4.30 it was on. It was on just before yeah. Channel 10's 5 o'clock news. Yeah, bang. Um, memory. memory. So, mum, shout out to you, Bob the Beautiful, if you made it this far through all the smut. Mm. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, Woodridge, parents, listen, I think, I think if we... They will. If we've learned anything today, they're in Europe at the moment, so I hope they're they're probably going to listen to it on a train. I was going to say, that, that that makes me think they're more likely to listen. There's going to be some I, transit hours to kill and the, uh, the voice of their son they're going to want to hear. Well, I'm sure they'll be happy to extend their stay after hearing about his <laughs> creepy eyes. Uh, well, creepy listen, Woodridge, good on you. Eyes. Keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it's... it's uh, I mean, what do we have to offer? I feel like we should build more social housing. But mm. uh, you know, the should we hold up? Eyes. Should we hold up initiatives? Full, you know. Anyway, oh, Greens Labor. I think we should build. I think we should build more social housing. But I also think that doesn't mean we should object to luxury apartment developments, because every new house on the market makes other houses cheaper. Um, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. You know that song? It's like with enough, these. Hungry eyes. Oh yeah. Well, look at you Damn. and I can't. Uh, just thinking creepy eyes. Train masturbators. Creepy. Oh, I was thinking eyes. of. There's this woman on the internet. Oh yeah. She sends me pictures of her creepy eyes. eyes. But that would that would undermine that song because it is about yeah, a. Creep that song is already about a creep on the internet. It's about it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. It's like when that people try to do a review rewrite of Book of Mormon. It's like it's already a funny. It's song. already a comedy. Okay, so it's a comedy. It's already song. funny. Hat You're going to have to come yeah. up with something pretty funny to be funnier than yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker yeah. and You're Robert have Lopez. To okay. Okay. Yeah. Little okay. guy. All okay. right. Well, great well, episode, Well, Woodridge. Uh, um, to Lucy who emailed in. Uh, yeah, I hope uh, you liked Unfortunately. It. You know what? If Lucy emails back and says, here are some things you should actually know about Woodridge. Yeah, we'll cover. We'd love to hear it because obviously we, we don't oh, have actually, um, a heap of local yeah. knowledge. I'll save it for the next episode. I've got a good Eagle Farm story that I heard post Eagle Farm episode. So nice. We'll do a quick. We'll do a bit of a catch up. Yeah. For our four years, we'll do a catch up. Yeah. All right, gang. Stay safe out there on Pakistanis. I'm going to go and have some codril because I'm bloody sick. Too right. (laughs) Oh, far out. Jeez. No, I'm going to take tomorrow off work. I reckon. Nice. I feel terrible. I'm. I'm. I'm not. You feel good, mate. I'm feeling great. You, you've been sick though, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I was a little bit sick. Um, <laughs> I was like, but, well, I, last I just, week, bro. Like, mate, I just hardened up and got over it pretty quickly. So Yeah, man. You got no man so flu. Just, yeah, oh, the man flu. Man flu is actually bad. Let's be real. I haven't actually stopped as well. Like, I went to Cairns last week. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. I, I took one day off and it was sort of all I need. Oh, that's all I intend. But I worked all weekend as well, bro. I was at the yeah, supercars. Yeah. Now I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just run down. 
And I reckon it's just shit when you, it's shit when Zinc, you get uh, sick. Zinc and vitamin C, by the way, is just about the only thing that can actually yeah. help a cold. Vitamin C is in the juice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but you can get zinc and vitamin C tablets. Uh, Professor Professors Whiteman and Doctor Garraway have both drilled me on zinc and vitamin C. Do you buy them? Are they from a chemist? Is, yeah. it, is that like Barocca? Probably. A lot of ways of getting vitamin C. Cut to me eating. Strawberries. Oh, dude, strawberries! By the way, you wouldn't know because they're not citrus. Tons of vitamin C. Mate, live update. Oh, Lucy yeah? has just replied to our email. Oh, so oh, let's huge. quickly let's quickly do this. G'day, Lucy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, she said Castledine, Gbung, Gaythorn, Mitchelton, Anala. She's just started listing things. Right. Um, there's lots of ghost stories attached to local buildings, bridges, arcades. Maybe an episode on Brisbane urban legends. Thanks for the That's episodes. Right. Really All good. Right. Love your apparent love of our big country town, and you're both hilarious. Yours, Lucy. Oh, good on you, Lucy. Mate, I love how you slipped in a you're both hilarious. No, well, I was Thank just you. reading Thank it you. for the first oh, time. Oh, that's her message. Thank fun. you, Lucy. That's very flattering. Um, Gen- generally, a trait I don't enjoy when people are like, uh, in the guise of humility. Someone told me the other day that I was absolutely oh, fucking yeah. amazing. How nice is that? Yeah. Not I usually it. a trait I enjoy, but. Yeah. I, I am. Yeah, I do fall victim to it sometimes if I'm like, oh, someone's like, oh, how is this? And I was like, oh, good. I was really funny. But that's just because my memory of like this meeting or whatever is just me being quite mm. funny in it. So um, I now, I now will sort of self-effacing because it's like I know I sound yeah, like a tool, but, but it's that's funny. The, yeah. it, the gag is that I'm saying, "Oh, how was it, Jack? Great! Oh, I was really funny." Like that's kind of funny. I um because faux humility, I think, is annoying, and I'm very, oh, very yeah, hard. Yeah. I th- I also think I'm very, very hard on myself. So now, when someone I'm close to asks me how did the gig go with stand-up yeah i'll be i'll all the how did the radio show go i'll happily when it's a good one y- you know if i'm saying it was really funny i did a good job it's gone through several filters of like self-criticism oh, really and, and being hu- yeah. it, it must have been okay whereas like usually i will happily like i'll happily come out and say like i did not think i did very well at like our festival I, shows that we i did also recently. think yeah um i also think when it's people you're close with like We've got the trust in each other, for example, to be like, you know, oh, that night, that night sucked, you know, or yeah. I didn't play very well, or I, I wasn't. Oh, I don't feel like that mangrove gig was as good. Yeah, as yeah. I mean, that I'm one, in, yeah, yeah, you know, that that wasn't, that wasn't, I wasn't good there. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but no, I agree. I think I find, I find, and maybe it's just, I find faux humility more insufferable than arrogance, because it. At least arrogance uh, kind of wears its heart on its sleeve. Like, you know exactly what you're getting. If someone's cocky, mm. they love themselves, they're talking about whatever. Faux humility is this very kind of insipid, almost manipulative, like, making you feel bad. For- well, I just fucking hate it. I agree. It's, it's, more, it's more akin to gaslighting than someone who's just a yeah, dick. Yeah, who's just, yeah. And it's not hard to handle a dick. I've tried. With your, with your shoes on. <laughs> with your shoes on. There we go. Great. Great. A great note to finish on. Well done. Oh, I like go have some, some zinc. Philosophy-esque chat about oh, humility. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I called you yesterday and you didn't um, you you didn't answer my phone call because you were napping. So I feel like now we're just having the phone call. We now we're having the, the chat we would have liked to have had otherwise. Um, you beauty. All right. All right. Bye on Pakistanis. Thanks for the show. If you can hear me, my headset just died. We've been rabbiting on so much. So, bye, everyone.